Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And what better man to talk cricket, to talk ashes, to talk bowling selections than the man I've got on the line now. He's Bick the Quick. Andy Bickle, good morning to you, mate. Yeah, good morning, Benny. How are you, mate? Uh, all the better for talking to you. Now, we've just interrupted a net session with you, haven't you? What have you been working on this morning? Oh, look, it's a little phase of the year, which I, I really love. You know, obviously, they've been, the boys have been in the gym now for a few weeks and uh, building their strength up in certain areas to get through a, a long summer, but um, uh, and, and also a lot of fitness work as well. So they've sort of coming out of that phase into some light, bowling and um you know you look at sort of the technical side of, of things where um you know can they be more efficient can they be a little bit be a little bit faster can they be more accurate with their bowling so you're looking at that technical phase which is a pretty cool little phase for me someone like myself who who likes to delve into that side of things and and um you know we're also looking at run-up speeds and run-up stride length all those sorts of uh, fantastic things uh, around bowling and then you, you hopefully you know, you're seeing those sort of finished articles like Michael Neeser and Mark Steckity run out there and, and do the thing that they do, So, which is pretty cool um, many, many years later. But, you know, we've got some young talent there and Will Prestwich and Connor Sully and, and Tom Whitney, who's burst onto the scene as, um, uh, last year through the Australian under-19s and then obviously played the last match for Queensland against New South Wales and got a couple of key wickets. So there's some real good talent there and, um, yeah, it's good to work with them. Mate, they are in safe hands. We've seen Michael Neeser and Steck. So what have they been the leading shield wicket takers over the last two summers? So you're doing something right there, mate. Um, uh, let, Let's go straight into it then, Michael Neeser. Um, chances for him playing in the Ashes? Well, he just he just copped a nice uh, punch between the eyes, hasn't he, with Scott Boland bowling the way he did in this recent test match. Oh, uh, he bowled beautifully. Um, it's put, uh, you know, the selectors uh, probably cleared up a little bit in their mind. And and, uh, and I feel that he's jumped ahead of Josh Hazelwood. How can you say that? It's uh, it, it, it's not even... It's, those both those words wouldn't shouldn't be in the same sentence where he's mm. gone ahead of Josh Hazelwood. But... Uh, um, I really feel that because you know he's averaging eight or something with the ball in the second innings. Now that's the hardest time of the game to get a wicket, and he's just he's just killing it at the moment. So he ripped the game open the other day, um, and he's bowling beautifully. And poor old Mick has to just bide his time, which is uh, which is not not great. He's waiting for that injury, and uh, he'll have to do an Andy Bickle and you know trip trip, trip a Glenn McGrath or something up and in the nets or something to to get get a game. <laughs> Oh, mate, listen, don't, don't, don't play yourself down. I mean, what, 19 tests for Australia, 67 one day as a World Cup, and and don't forget the Commonwealth Games silver medal. Oh, how good was that? You know, uh, uh, it's a great trivia question, you know, who, 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 who uh, didn't compete at the 98 Commonwealth Games and won a silver medal? Andy Bichel, you know, so... <laughs> <laughs> come on, you can't leave us. You can't leave us hanging. How does that story come about? How do you win a silver medal without playing? Well, um, it's at home in the cupboard, so I've got the, <laughs> got the evidence. But uh, it's quite funny actually because it was a late call up. I got a late call up uh, into the match and happened to be New South Wales happened to be on the Sunshine Coast, and I'm 
I'm trying to sort of life me, I can't think of it. There's a guy writing a book about uh, hanging out with um, high-performance teams. He'd, he'd, he'd hung out with the, the England rugby team. He'd, he'd done some boxing with Oscar De La Hoya, and he, um, he spent a week uh, uh, with the Australian cricket team. And at that point, I didn't know about it, but it was a warm-up game against the Blues uh, on the Sunshine Coast in, you know, in that funny time of year in June or something like that before we went away to the Commonwealth Games in Kuala Lumpur. And uh, I had a few overs to bowl up there. And this poor old poor bloke, he came out and batted at uh, number 13. He came out and batted. We kept the field out there. And I bowled him a few balls and broke his arm. So <laughs> that got me into the, uh, into the, into, into the Commonwealth Games team. Um, I had, you know, and Glenn McGrath was not fit to go. So, yeah, uh, got into, uh, you know, the... Uh, into Kuala Lumpur and there was no training facilities. We were playing against teams like Antigua and South Africa who we played in the final and um, we all thought we were going to win but as we know they had one or two cricket grounds in Kuala Lumpur and by the time they got to the last match um, it was just spin to win because it was just a dust bowl and uh, that well famous name Derek Crooks uh, which everyone knows uh, <laughs> young off spinner from South Africa took eight for eight for 30 or something in the final so uh he bowled our boys out, but um, yeah, I think uh, yeah, what, what a tournament it should it should be back there. It was a great experience uh, hanging out with all the others um, while I was there. Even even Sachin Tendulkar went down to the um, to the, uh, the the team the team where everyone ate at one night, and I think he had you know quite a few followers and autographs uh, a couple of hours later. I think, but um, yeah, it was really good for cricket to be in the Commonwealth Games, and who knows, um, it, it it should come back. I know the the girls were. Uh, <clears throat> Had it last year where yeah. they, they were they were doing it. So yeah, I think it's if it look if it's not the top ten teams, it should possibly be the next ten. You know that, that are playing and developing the game, and growing the game. Well, maybe Brisbane twenty thirty two for the Olympics, Mick. That that could be on on the cards as well. We are speaking to Andrew Bickles. Not only is a silver medal winner at the Commonwealth Games, but he, he he knows a thing or two about bowling in an Ashes series and bowling in England. Um, county stints for. Let me think. There was Hampshire. There was Essex. Was there another team you played for over there, Big? Oh, don't forget, don't forget Worcester there. Oh, the, the great most beautiful Worcester. ground in the world. Yeah, yeah three yeah. seasons there at the Worcester Worcester Pairs. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. You know. All right. Well, what about the English conditions? Uh, they're having a, a quite a hot summer over there. Do, do, do you do you open do you open the bowling with Scott Boland, or do you keep him at first change? What do you do with Mitchell Stark? What would you be doing? Yeah. Yeah, good question. You know, I mean, I, I think we've shown signs of it in the second innings there where Mitchell Stark um, bowl first change. You know, it's the lacquer on the ball. You know, we're getting into this swing science, I suppose, with juke balls now, um, something that everyone struggled with over years, uh, how, when it's swinging, when it's not swinging. Um, and potentially someone like Mitchell Stark, um, you know, it's not swinging up front for him. So uh, is it better for him to bowl that first change spell? Um, I, I think so. Um, you know, someone like um, Cummings and, and Boland, they're going to hold the game anyway. They're not going to go for too many runs. Um, and then you can bring in Mitch when hopefully it's swinging and um, he can create those opportunities with a, a bit of an older ball. So that's something for the, the Australian selectors to think about. Um, you know, I've already mentioned the fact that is it Josh Hazelwood or Scotty Boland, I think Scotty's picked himself um, going into this, into this match and it probably puts a little bit of pressure on Mitchell Stark to perform uh, in in whatever they role, whatever role they they feel, but I feel that's probably the best role for Mitch to bowl that first change. And if he doesn't come up trumps, then obviously 
You've got someone like Josh Hazelwood waiting in the wings and a a Michael Nisa who's been swinging the ball beautifully in county cricket. So with those conditions. So um, if you get those overhead conditions, I I really like the opportunity to swing bowler. We see that delivery that that brought down uh, Virat Kohli where there's a wider, potentially swinging away ball from Scott Boland, which is something he doesn't really do. But um, those types of deliveries are hard to play. You know, it, it just moves that little bit you know, gets a, a foot and a half away from you, just moves enough and, and, and creates that false shot. So something that that uh, Michael Neese has been doing beautifully in, yeah. in county cricket. So it's a good place for for the selectors to be to uh, make those tough calls uh, as we go into the Ashes. All right, well, on those calls, and you're at the coalface on this, you're at the, the, the cutting edge. We've just heard about the youngsters you're working with, sports science and load management and all, all the catchphrases and buzzwords we hear. How much will that come into play and should that come into play? Because what have we got? Six tests in seven weeks if you count what just happened. Well, of course, you have to count what just happened against India in the World Test Championship. Yeah, definitely. Look, we're going to need all five of them at some point uh, to, to play a role. Um, look, I think one thing, one part the game has done in recent times is um, the players are very honest um, and uh, working with the, you know the sports science people and the physios and the doctors to make sure that they can get through a five-day match and not, um, you know, be injured at the at the end of the series. So, the, you know, it's obviously a lot easier for England. They've got, you know, guys that are playing county cricket at the moment, throwing up their fivers and sixers um, in county cricket that potentially could come in at the back end of the tournament for them, um, where our guys are sort of working away in the nets and trying to get that bowling you know, it would probably be nice if they sent Michael Nisa back to play a, a, a little county game. It would be good yeah. for Glamorgan. He's uh, got that connection there. So um, just to keep him going. So if it is the fourth, fifth or uh, fourth or fifth test, um, he gets that call up. You know, um, only in a few weeks' time, we'll have um, uh, Spencer Johnson in Brisbane here. I'm going to do a bit of work with him. Um, he's waiting in the wings for a, a potential Ashes call up as well in the fourth and fifth test. So. Um, so that's another little thing that's happening behind the scenes as well. So um, having to get those those guys that are there, thereabouts in mm-hmm. Australia A up for potential Australian selection. So I'm looking forward to seeing uh, our, our big heat fast bowler back in Brisbane. Yeah, Dr. Chris Brown's lookalike. I can yeah, imagine he'd uh, he'd be uh, rip-roaring, ready to go after uh, after the season or the summer he had for the heat. Hey, speaking of the heat, Vic, um, you, obviously now the coach of England – uh, Brendan McCullum, Bazball, he, he he spent a lot of time here in Brisbane with, with the Heat. Does Bazball stand up to the world's best bowling attack? I know we haven't seen it in play, but but put your your, your theory hat on. What what do you think the world's yeah. best bowling attack will do to Bazball? Well, obviously they're going to put him under under, under enormous pressure, and and um, and Bazball will be tested. I, I think you, you, I was actually listening before about Billy Slater. Um, you know, you've you got to think about Zach Crawley and, and Ben Duckett and Ollie Pope and Harry Brook. They're all um, 24, 25. Oh, ben, uh, ben Duckett's a little bit older at 28. But, um, you know, they're easily influenced um, at, at, at this age. And they're young blokes who are taking the game on. You know, Harry, Harry Brook has got it. He's still averaging 80 after, you know, um, seven test matches batting at five. So you've got... Someone like him who was probably easily influenced by a, a rock star. He is a rock star, Brennan McCullum. He is um, to actually go out there and and um, and take on the game and um, put the pressure put the pressure back on the bowler. That's what it's about. You've got to put some pressure back on the bowler. It was great to see David Warner in that last Test match against India, 
put some pressure back on Muhammad Sami and those types. If you just let them bowl at you, they'll they'll end up getting you out. And I think that's the influence that he's having. The two old heads and Ben Stokes and Johnny Bearstay will. I think they'd probably enjoy enjoy having a beer with Baz Ball, Baz at the end of it and <laughs> and, uh, and talking about Baz Ball. So they're open to anything as well. They're both senior players who've done well in the game. So um, so you've got a really nice mix there. Obviously, you've got Joe Root who's holding it all together who will just keep playing the way Joe, Joe Root plays. He's not going to try and uh, 11,000 test runs. So he's not going to go out there and try anything different uh, into Baz Ball and let the other young blokes take it the game on. We've seen Ben Duckett. He he played here in Australia. That's right. The heat. He, he takes the game on. Now he's he's had a pretty good start to his Test career. He's played ten Test matches and he's already picked up two Test hundreds. So, um, you know, that he's 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 that type of player. Harry Brook, who's taking on the world in T Twenty cricket, but he's also been able to take it across to to uh, to Test cricket. So, pretty exciting um, talent that we could see. Um, but you know, like I said. You, you are up against some pretty formidable bowlers who are asking questions every ball. Um, you know, yeah. our captain in, in Cummins, our, you know, bowling is just you know, in, in this vein of um, hitting the top of off like you wouldn't believe uh, so if, if he's just so good at it. And then you've got someone like Mitchell Stark, who's bowling fast. Uh, so not easy. Um, yeah, you also got to look at those left-handers um, in in that in that lineup there. That you know potentially Lyon uh, it plays a role against as well. So um, you know only only the two left-handers if they do go with that type of team. So there's not a lot of left-handers there either. I think when we've had success against England in the past, we've had some left-handers in their in their in their batting lineup. So a little bit of a different challenge for. Uh, for Nathan Lyon and obviously Basball, they came in, even came out a few weeks ago and said that they're going to bring the boundaries in, all this sort of stuff. So it's um, it's been a bit of cat and mouse between um, Australia and England leading into the action. And we wouldn't have it any other way, Andrew, would we? It just sets us up for six weeks of no sleep. We'll be hanging off every ball and you'll be able to hear it all here on SENQ. Thank you, mate. Invaluable insight as always. We'll let you get back to the uh, the young guns of uh, Queensland cricket, producing the next Deckity, the next Nisa, uh, the next Scott. Bowling. Andrew Bickle uh, on the line from uh, Allen Border Field down at the uh, National Cricket Centre there, applying his trade.